0: Ooh, child to record this episode it took a lot in me okay because hopefully you can't tell but i would like to reveal that i am feeling under the weather okay it is it's transitioning i guess here where i am as for different types of temperatures and uh weather activity and so we've gotten a cold front some drizzle here and there and my body is just not cooperating with it but you know what we're gonna survive we're gonna get through this we're gonna start the show Welcome to episode number 97 of Tea with Tammy. Oh my gosh. 97. Whew. 100 is around the corner and. Okay, let me just give you some insight. I'm just, I'm just out here freeballing, okay? Because this is a late podcast. It is currently 10 16 p.m. where I am and usually I like to drop these at midnight and so. Here, here we are. But um that means that I am just at complete freedom. But what I was going to say is that for episode 100, I had this announcement planned, right? But a piece of me in my mind wants to change it just because it wasn't going to benefit you all. <laughs> just to give you some insight on what that announcement was. But um we'll see. 100 is right around the corner and I am so unprepared. But you know what? Again, we're going to get through this. Well, let's just get into the topics that I have. First off, what I saw in the timeline today is that Zoe Kravitz is now casted for the new Catwoman. Now, I'm going to be completely honest. She's not like amazing, at acting okay like she's you know she's cool she plays the same chill type of vibe in every role you know what i mean she is she's the female michael Sarah of acting as for it's just the same you know but um she is very Attractive, very sexy, and she just has this mystique about her. And so, I totally see this for her. I'm, I'm happy about this. Round of applause for, for Zoe Kravitz on getting Catwoman. And this is, I believe, the Catwoman that will be alongside the Robert Pattinson, um, Batman. And I think that's his last name. I don't know if it's Patterson, Pattinson, Pattison, um, you know the guy from Twilight. Um, man, have we come a long way <laughs> from Twilight. And speaking of Twilight, Kristen Stewart, she's going to be um the uh, one of the leads in the new Charlie's Angels. Yeah. And you know already how I feel about remakes. And, you know, that can be a great transition to the next topic. But yes, we're getting a remake of Charlie's Angels and Kristen Stewart from Twilight is one of those angels. It's I'm going to be honest, me looking at the cast of these three girls, it's a bit awkward. That's not who I would have casted for Charlie's Angels, but we'll see. I mean, I am very curious. I mean, I'll catch it when it's put on um Netflix or Hulu. This is not something I'm I'm going to spend my money on. Um yeah, this is just yeah. I, I don't think it's my dollar worthy. I think it's my subscription worthy. And so once it gets to one of my subscriptions, I will watch it. Um but let's transition into some other I guess remakes that are um going to be out um training day well i mean it's not a remake it's going to be a prequel but from my understanding and from what i heard denzel washington is not a part of it and me thinking that that you know just immediately turns me off but again i'm curious enough to watch it through my subscriptions (laughs) That that seems to just be the theme of recent movies lately. I don't know. Are are y'all seeing anything out in theaters that is just, like, so worthy? I mean, I'm getting very mixed reviews about this Joker movie. I know in the previous episode with Steven, we kind of hyped it saying that it was a must-watch because everyone was talking about it, but I don't know if everyone's talking about it in a positive way anymore. Supposedly, it's just, you know, half of it is him getting jumped, you know, and him finally finding his confidence and then he puts on makeup in a mirror and that's the movie. But hopefully there's a little bit more to it than that. But I mean, I haven't been a fan of DC movies. I'm going to be honest. I'm more of a Marvel person just because it's a little bit more clever and lighthearted and humorous and it just, I don't know, it's just more attractive. I don't... I'm just more entertained by that type of, and, you know, superhero. But shout out to DC, I guess, for trying. They, they try every year and they, they have yet to capture me. Like, Aquaman was trash. Um, Batman versus Superman trash. I didn't watch Wonder Woman. I don't plan to, you know, Justice League trash but hey don't don't kill me for for that but another remake that is going to be coming out is the new Doolittle movie you know Dr. Doolittle um if you're from my generation you remember Eddie Eddie Murphy being Dr. Doolittle and Kyla Pratt wasn't wasn't she his daughter or something but um yeah she still looks the same age she's one of those people who just never ages Ugh. anyway, <laughs> y'all hear my jealousy just through this, through this audio, but, um, yeah, the new Dr. Doolittle, or it's just called Doolittle, this go round and it's very, you know, super high def, the animals look like amazing, you know, it looks better than freaking Lion King that came out. But, um, Dr. Doolittle this go-round is Robert Downey Jr. Yes, Robert Downey Jr. Is the new Dr. Doolittle. Okay, I'll give you a moment to process it. There is a trailer out. And so if you're like, what? I just can't see it. Like, it's just weird. Go watch the trailer. It's out there. And, you know, it looks cool. You know, it's cool. But... I sound like Steven when I said that. It's cool. It's cool. Um, But I, I'm... See, this is my issue with it. I love Robert Downey Jr. I mean, I've said it before, I believe, on this podcast, or at least on my Twitter timeline, where he's had one... He has had the best, like, comeback of all time. I know Soldier Boy thinks that he <laughs> had the best comeback, but Robert Downey Jr., is like the best bounce back from where he's come from. Because man, if you look up the old Robert Downey Jr., it was before my time. It was a little bit before I was born because I was born in 92. And, you know, he was a little movie star that spun out of control and had some issues. And, you know, he came back and he started stunting on, on us. And so I love him. But my issue with this is, I hate when an actor takes on too many, like, iconic roles. Like, yes, you want to secure the bag. You want to be legendary. You want to get an Oscar. You want to, you want to have this resume, right? It's just so various in your, in your skill, right? You just want to be that actor. I get it, Robert Downey Jr., but you just can't be everything. You can't be everybody. You can't be Sherlock Holmes. You can't be iron man and you're gonna be dr doolittle no sit down let someone else let someone else be one of these people you know what i mean like i hate when we just revert back to the same like same five white guys like spice it up switch it up i thought we were in a time of color um, And I know some people are like, uh, why would they go white after they just had black? Like, why can't we, you know, if the original is black, we should keep it black. But if you really do your research, the original isn't black he's white um the eddie murphy was actually a remake of the original and so the original is white not that that even matters you know what i mean like who cares what race Doolittle is really at the end of the day i think we should just have more of a variety and the people that were casting in these iconic roles like i my favorite one of my favorite white actors is leonardo dicaprio because like he's played so many staples like so many great roles but they're so unique to where it's not like he's trying to be everything he's not trying to be every important guy in history like sit down um but yes those are the remakes that are coming out um charlie's angels um and Doolittle. <laughs> but um I was, I, again, I'm not going to spend my, my dollar on this, but we'll see. We'll see what comes of this. Um, but let's just move on. So I saw y'all's, y'all's friend. Um, and yes, I'm saying y'all because I do not claim him. Y'all's friend, Kanye West. I saw that he showed up at a HBCU. Um, was it Howard homecoming? (laughs) Listen, Listen, if y'all, if y'all were in that little courtyard clapping and singing and dancing and swaying and praying, shame on you. (laughs) How dare you be next to this crazy man? Just, just shucking and jiving. Just be, (laughs) and I heard a little clip of what went on at those shenanigans of a homecoming. And Kanye was like, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the exact quote. Maybe I'll find it. Maybe I won't but in a nutshell kanye was saying you know if if the slave catchers throw a net let's not all stand in the same place this time and it's like it if you really think that's how slavery went down that a, a bunch of black people just stood in one place and just caught by nets and that's and that was it then man who then we have bigger issues at hand get get y'all's friend before I do okay man I just be holding my tongue my tongue on the timeline I just be I just be retweeting someone else who had the balls to say it because lately I just like to keep my comments to myself you know because side note let me get on a little tangent um usually. I'm all up in the mix with an opinion, right? And lately, there's been a lot of drama in my city as for like, who's the best at what? Who charges what? Who grew up with what? Who owes who? What? As for like creatives um building their own brand and working together and trying to make it, but you know, getting separate opportunities and there may be some envy, there may be some jealousy, you know, kind of crabs in a bucket unfortunately mentality that goes on in every city not just mine um and so I've been witnessing that on my social media timelines and this is just a long tangent to say that I've been good with just holding my tongue And minding mine. <laughs> minding the business that pays me. But um shout out, um, random. This is completely random. Shout out to Kiki Wyatt for um uh, being pregnant with her tenth child. Um, if you don't know who Kiki Wyatt is, she is an amazing R and B singer. She has a powerhouse of a voice. She is amazing. Like, listen. I don't even i I can't find the words to describe just how great her voice is. She's top five. She's in my top five. It's like her, Kelly Price, Mary J. Ah, uh, don't don't keep don't Marsha Ambrosius. I don't know. Ooh, it gets hard. But um, she's welcoming her tenth child and. If you don't know who Kiki White is, I don't blame you because she she's known to be a little, I don't want to say crazy. I want to say like on edge, a little, a little spicy, a little sharp, you know, that's her. And that has unfortunately maybe blocked some blessings for her, even though she's super talented. You know, it's just one of those situations. It's kind of like a Cat Williams thing. Weird comparison, I know, but. I feel like if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. You know what I mean? But um people are just in shock because she's on her 10th child and it's like, girl, sit down. But um fun fact, my grandma had 10 children. My mom is one of 10, and so I have nine aunts and uncles on one side of my family. And so that is that's not really rare around in my parts, but um shout out to Kiki. I'm um, let's wrap it up. Let's just let's keep it at 10. I know you want to build a choir, but um, we all know you're just going to steal a show anyway. <laughs> um Let's, let's, let's mention one more thing before we take a musical break. Um Things to watch. Okay, let's let's keep this a trend, right? I want to start recommending things because everything I mentioned before earlier, and this, I'm not recommending to watch, you know, the Charlie's Angels, the, the Doolittle. I mean, watch it if you, if you want now that you know about it. Maybe you're intrigued, um, more than me. But what I'm really about to recommend is a Netflix stand-up special by Dion Cole. Um, Dion Cole is a comedian. He stars in Blackish, um, as, um, Anthony Anderson's friend and coworker. Um, he also stars in the spinoff show Grownish, where he plays, um, the daughter's professor in college. Um, he is a night professor. Um he was also in the most recent or the latest barbershop movie, and he now has a stand-up special because his name is Dion Cole and it's titled Cole hearted it is hilarious i definitely recommend you listening um watching um because i believe sometimes these are released um in clips on pandora i don't know if anyone like listens to the comedy um stations on like pandora or like google play or anything i don't know where you get your streaming music or when you just want to hear a a variety of like someone's else suggestions but i listen to the comedy um stations and sometimes they'll play like just random special clips. But um anyway, I recommend wholehearted on Netflix. Definitely check it out. It is hilarious. Lots of uh you know black content that I just need to share. But let's take a a brief break. Let's listen to some music. I'm kinda um curious on what I'm gonna play because again this is a night podcast. It's it's late and so we're just we're just off the cuff Super Freedom, we'll see what's next. I know it's hard for you, but you
1: just gotta wait. You just gotta uh, wake up and wondering if it's another day. Uh, uh, I open my eyes and see your face. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Hurry up, babe. On the lay, on the you're ready for. No. Uh. What? I don't know time to play with these lame niggas that's hating on me I rap when I want but I usually sing when she put it on me I just be doing me, she just attracted to my confidence And when we together she loving this touch and don't want it to end I feel you too Like to see, she just wanna know. I feel the same. She think I'm blinded by the fame. What?
0: musical break and I just have to take a moment to mention this crazy story but I mean it's starting to become common unfortunately but a young woman by the name of I believe Atontiana um, Jefferson was um, unfortunately murdered in her own home by police in Fort Worth Texas Um, a neighbor uh, was concerned and decided to call the non-emergency police line to do a welfare check on his neighbor, because he saw that the light was still on, and it was 2 a.m., and the door was open. And so, he just wanted to make sure everything was good over there, because he's concerned. So, police arrive. I don't know the cop's name. I'm... I'm I'm not going to learn his name, but I definitely want to see this through in justice. But he checks the premises from the outside, has a gun, goes to a, a window, sees someone in the, in the room or in the home. He then shouts, you know, hands up. Let me see your hands. But before he can even finish his sentence, he shoots already. Doesn't give anyone a chance. He doesn't identify himself as police. He just shoots into the home, hits this young woman, Miss Jefferson, and she was just playing video games with her nephew late at night. Um, maybe someone just accidentally left the door open maybe they were baking cookies something burned they need to air out the house open the door it's late you know and unfortunately a life was lost um i know that the officer is now charged with murder um so hopefully we can see this through with no hugs in the courtroom because i listen, uh, you can say you have an open heart and you, you, I don't know, I don't know what you would say, but I'm not hugging nobody in no courtroom that, um, you know, just unnecessarily just over, just overstepped so many boundaries and it took a life. Uh, I just, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. This world is crazy because sometimes I think I'm just going to stay inside the house. Like I am a super homebody. I'm in the house. Okay. That is me. And I'm thinking I'm staying safe. Ever since the the shooting in that movie theater years ago, I'm like, "Um, catch me inside in the comfort of my own home where I know I'm safe. But now you're not even safe in your own home. Um, Happened to Mr. Gene. Now it's, it's happened to Miss Jefferson and hopefully this gets greater than 10 years that that woman got in the last case. I'll be following the story and hopefully I can have um, updates in the future, but on a more lighter note. Let's talk about, because, you know, it's one of my favorite podcasts that I tune into and judge me if you want, but it's the Joe Button podcast. Some people call him toxic. Some people call him a hater or just extra or over the top or whatever. Washed up old. I don't know. Angry. Um, I find it entertaining and I've always been a fan, but, um, He was trending the other day because he had the hot take and opinion that Logic was the worst rapper ever. And if you actually listen to the episode where he says that and get the context of the whole conversation, you know, it's just, it's all in fun. And and Joe Budden intends to be extra like that is the goal. And so... Logic featured on a French Montana song that's about, like, strip club. It's supposed to be a club song. It's supposed to be, like, a banger. And Logic just sounds very corny, very lame on the verse. And Joe Budden just went in on his opinion and shared that Logic is the worst rapper ever. And, of course, it that's a stretch because we all know there's other rappers that are worse. Like, I can name a few in my city. But... <laughs> um. We're not taking it literally like Joe Budden is here for the entertainment. He has a podcast show. He says that at at the end of like every segment, he's like, listen, we have a podcast here. We need to take it to the next level. Like, you know, <laughs> and yes, there, there could be some, there, there is some truth in it. You know what I mean? Like the, the verse, it, the verse that Logic did have was trash, but we all know that he's not the worst rapper ever. Like we we know that much, and this is coming from you know uh, an old Logic stan. I'm gonna be honest. Like back in those mixtape days, like I thought he was like top five. He was like top five of the of the new school for me. Um <laughs> It was like him. Drake, of course. B.O.B. Like, I had, like, some throwback, like, favorites where I thought we were just gonna save the game. And, you know, Drake, Drake is still holding it together for us, even though he, he had a mystery baby on me. Shout out to Adonis. You know, he just had his birthday, whatever. <laughs> O.V.O. baby. But, um, yeah, Logic, he, he definitely has declined his first album. Yes. Amazing. Great. I'm going to admit that I was a Stan. And you know, he continued to have some good verses after that. He continued to, but as for a collective, as for like projects, as for direction, as for his moves, it was just not, not, just not for us. I don't know. Not for me. I can't say for us. I don't know what's for you, but not for me. And I started out, out as a fan. And you know, maybe I'm just more of down for the more raw version of him or the, you know, the, just the younger version of him. The way he's maturing, it's in the direction of, yes, him, be yourself, but not someone I'm down for. <laughs> he's just odd. Um, and I don't want to sound mean because it's like, again, I used to love him, but logic is just, He's questionable, Um, down to his like hair. But let me (laughs) let me let me get into another music break and then we'll (laughs) we'll get back hopefully on track. Okay, we'll be back. Yeah. Hey.
2: We go. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Slipping side. Maybe I won't show up Say, my niggas lost, they sorry Ray Fuck around, bucking my shoe The way that you live living, start acting so silly I know you still miss me, ain't no need to diss me No call collect on that shit, you can miss me No part of the Guinness, I know you still feel it yeah. In
1: my
2: mind,
1: you was gone Got me tripped, got me blind. Said
2: you fine, no need to slow, slow down yeah, I was gonna show, them. I ch-
0: Okay, let's talk new music. Of course, can't forget new music. Um, so um, I haven't listened to it, but it has dropped. The new young boy never broke again. Now I I can't name one song by this young man. I can't say I've I've fully um has dove into his music. Oh, actually, maybe I can name a song. It's that one. I think he's yeah, he's on that new song with um Juice World. Um, it came out like. Maybe like two weeks ago, I don't know, not too long ago. But um Juice World did well. Um as for the other young man, um I, I beg to differ. Um, but <laughs> he has dropped his project and I wanna listen to it eventually, but He's just not someone I'm going to rush to. He just, he just doesn't catch my, <laughs> my attention. Um, Fantasia dropped a new album. I haven't listened to that yet, but I heard that um, it's, it's great. Cause you know, Fantasia has a, a voice, you know, she might be top five too. She might be the fifth one. Um, but an album that I did listen to that I do recommend. And I, I've just been listening to over and over again is the new Wale album. Wale has dropped the album. Wow. That's crazy. And, um, the title is interesting. Um, it's humorous. Um, he's been definitely playing up that saying on the timeline as for in promotion for the album, of course, as he should. Um, but it is a masterpiece start to finish. Cause, you know, I'm, Wale is for me. Okay. I am a black woman who went to college, who wrote poetry. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wale was designed for me. And so I will always just tune in. And the fact that I'm still tuning in and loving it is just amazing. And so, um, it starts off just on the, on the best, the beautiful note. Um, the song Sue Me. And, um, it has like the, I don't want to say chorus. I mean, yeah, it has a chorus of saying that I'm rooting for everyone that's black because that's what, um, Issa Rae said on, a on the red carpet at, I don't know, Emmy's years, two years ago, three years ago. I don't know how long ago that was now, but, um, that was the chorus of the song and it's just beautiful. It was definitely like black love, black pride, black, Just pro blackness all over the song, all over the album, all over Wale. Wale seems happy. I love his humor. Um, I just, I just feel like I know Wale. Do you, like, he's just that emotional, just friend that you just tap into. (coughs) Emotional friend that you can just tap into and just talk with you know what I mean like Wale is just I enjoy his interviews um I like him on the lip service with Angela Yee surprisingly I know a lot of people talk down about Angela Yee but she can get a really good interview out of someone if it's on her platform okay let's uh let's emphasize that part if it's her platform um and I feel the same way um I've I've tried to be a part of like panels and stuff and I just feel like I don't, I just easily allow others to just, like, go ahead, go ahead, you go ahead. I'm not going to, you you just said what I was going to say. Like, you know what I mean? I just take the back seat. as for if it's my platform, I run the show. Like I'm here with the topics. I'm the one leading this. And so you're going to hear from me. And I feel like Angela shines, of course, if it's hers. But anyway, on lip service, Wale gives a really good interview. Another album that I did listen to that I found to be really good is the new Casanova album, Behind These Scars. Um, Casanova is from New York, Brooklyn, I believe. So Brooklyn, um, he definitely has a distinct voice, a distinct style, just distinct... You know, just aura about him. And he, he actually put together a really good project. Um, he has really good samples, features. He's got, you know, Young Thug, Fabulous, Chris Brown, Jeremiah, Gigs. Like, he has a really good, um, collective and he has some songs by himself. Like, the intro, that first song is really good. Like, this just surprised me from Casanova. Casanova is just, you know, he, he's all jokes. I feel like when he talks and sometimes I don't take him seriously. And this really made me take him seriously. And so I recommend this album. Um, it's rap Casanova behind these scars. Um, it's very hood, very street, you know, it's lots of boom, 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 like, you know, that type of New York shit. And so (laughs) be prepared. Um, if you're in the workspace, turn it down okay, don't be that guy. Um, but I believe that's all I have for you guys. Uh, this episode, thank you for being um, ride or dies, riding through this wave of podcast journey. Um, we're so close to a 100. I never thought <laughs> we'd make it this far. <laughs> Let me stop. But seriously, a 100 episodes? Are you serious? Tea with Tammy, 100 episodes. Like, I I need to do something. If you have any recommendations, like, should I have new merch? Should I have an event? Should I have a really big collaboration? Oh, suggestions, please. And, um, hopefully these next few episodes, I have some tea. But, you know, I should have had tea because I was feeling under the weather, but I just felt so under the weather. I didn't even feel like making tea. Um, but next go round, I got you all and I'm going to make a menu of all the teas we've had in the history of Tea with Tammy. Just give me some time and I'll get that to you all and hopefully I'll release it on episode 100. A lot of things are coming episode 100. I'm just I'm just going to say that. Okay, lots of things that we're bringing back. Lots of things that we're gonna do. Lots of just things, okay? Just things. <laughs> Follow T with Tammy on all social media. Stream T with Tammy on major platforms like Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud. Um, go to the T with Tammy website. Type in your email and subscribe so you can get the weekly emails of the episodes in case you missed the show. And so if you missed the show on Tuesday, if you missed the original drop, don't worry, you'll get a reminder email on Thursday. Okay, we know you're thirsty already on Thursday. Here you go. Tea to sip. We got you. (laughs) Donate to the Patreon page, patreon.com slash tea with Tammy. If you donate, you get something in return. Okay, you're not just throwing money, you're just not wasting something, you're just not throwing it in the sky, not knowing what you're what it's going to, you get a pledge, what I'm going to do with that money, and you get a benefit in return. Okay, you get an incentive. Okay, okay. Okay. (laughs) This is how I get when it when it's late at night. Oh, and I forgot to mention because I really wanted to mention this. Um, because I wrote this like in my notes I was like oh mention this have a list of goals in life you know what I mean like big small just remember to just constantly work towards things like I've worked Towards things in my life and you know I've hit some I haven't hit some I just have weird goals in life and so definitely make your list um I can share a few that are on my list if you're curious on what types of goals that I have they sound silly but hey they're my goals um and I can name some goals that I've hit too like one goal that I've actually hit like I wanted to perform for a crowd of 5000 plus like I said that I set that goal for myself like early where I was just like I want to perform for a really large crowd. And, you know, I was able to do that in college, like I want to be able to compete in a competition. I was able to do that with like slam poetry. I want to be able to make a a project of music and I've done that. But another goal that I have is to make an actual album. Like I want to be a streaming artist. I want one good album to say that, yes, I was a recording artist at some point. Like that's a goal of myself uh, for myself. Um, another goal, um, I want like a stand up routine like it could be like audio comedy it could be an actual stand-up routine i just i feel i i just have that goal for myself it's a weird goal but i love stand-up so much where it's like oh i want to do it myself but set goals for yourself big small weird cool standard just work towards something but that's all i have for today um and remember until next time sip some tea